0: Hey everyone, it is your friendly neighborhood DM, Giancarlo Herrera here. And before you listen to this, make sure you have listened to part one. Pig Smooch is our crossover with the fine folk over at Wizard Seeking Wizard, a hilarious comedy podcast that you don't want to miss. And this episode here is part two of Pig Smooch. To listen to part one, go find Wizard Seeking Wizard and you'll see Pig Smooch part one. Then, you can come back here and finish out the story with part two. As always, Dungeons & Drumbus is rated R for rude language, rough violence, and, today especially, lots of raunchy wizard sex. Hello.
1: You must be looking for love. This is Wizard Seeking Wizard.
0: Okay, so I think that's everyone. Petronella, you left first. So why don't we start with you? Okay. You arrive home, you put the food in the fridge, you go down to your lab, you say, let me work up this chlamydia cure. However, as you go down, you see that almost all of your materials have been taken. What? And there's a note from Hoshinata saying, sorry, dear, I needed these. Oh
2: my God, you just... (sighs) Okay, well, I guess my class is learning safe sex today, and we're gonna make it in class. And I'll hurry back, and as I'm, like, at red lights, I'm, like, changing my lesson plan, and I'm gonna try to make the elixir to, like, prevent the spread of STDs part of my curriculum.
0: (laughs) I'm gonna say that, especially with your expenditures lately, you are going to need to make a request of someone for these materials since this is a last-minute change. So who do you want to go see?
2: Well, I'm not going to Strange Albert, that's for sure. Oh, you know what? Actually, I have given to me by my department a sealed vault holding extremely rare or dangerous reagents. Hmm. So I would like to go through, you know, there's like an in-case-of-emergency kind of thing, and open up that vault with a very particular password, and I would would like to take out... Heart of Toad, Aloe Vera Lubricant. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Enchanted Rose Petal. Okay. And a condom.
3: One condom.
2: It's one of the most <laughs> dangerous reagents. We always have it locked behind. But not only just any condom, a flavored condom. Cherry.
3: The Forbidden Fruit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I also have the self sufficient alchemy move that uh, when you decide to create something you need, I can do that.
0: Okay, cool. So I'm going to say that you can do this, but why don't you go ahead and roll to teach your class and give us a sample of what today's lesson is going to look like.
2: Oh no, that's plus charisma, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So I kind of stand up and almost trip on my lab coat a little bit and I like study myself and I'm like, all right, class. Today, we are learning about safe sex. More importantly, something that you can take to prevent the spread or transmission of, ahem, sexually transmitted diseases including but uh, not limited to all three types of uh, <clears throat> chlamydia there's also fantasy herpes uh, <clears throat> enchanted crabs and uh d- genital frog warts and today <laughs> we will be working on uh, uh, concocting an elixir for this particular uh action.
0: Yo, miss, like do you, do you have chlamydia or something? You seem really no. nervous.
2: No, 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 no. I not I don't even know. I mean, I know I'm I'm qualified to teach. I'm qualified to teach, but I have I know nothing about What was
0: your role? Seven. Seven is a mixed success. Okay. I'm gonna say that you get through this class very <laughs> nervously. Uh, And you do manage to create the elixir that you wanted. Great. But, like, people are heckling you the whole time.
2: Like, are they asking me sexual questions? Yeah,
0: your class is just, like, trying to get a rise out of you and trying to put you in the most uncomfortable spot, which is just making it worse and worse and worse. Right. And we're gonna say that as this is happening, you're having a particularly bad fumble. I don't know uh, what tangent you've gone off on.
2: In order to answer that kid's question, I'm like, I don't know anything about the transmission of sexual disease. No, no, I'm qualified to teach, but I've never had. And I- as
0: you start searching for those words, you look up and see the dean observing your class. <laughs>
2: Anyway, as I was saying, the most important thing to remember is to be safe, to be consensual, and to always be prepared. And she, like, takes a deep breath and goes to her laboratory to start teaching how to make the elixir. And I would like to roll for that move. Yeah,
0: yeah. What should we call this? Is this, uh, do you use sorcery for that? This
2: move is called self-sufficient. Okay. I get to add research. Okay. All right, so on a 7 to 9, I get to choose one of the following. It's still made, but it could have some unwanted side effects or time-consuming to make or someone else wants it and will go to great lengths to get it. I'm going to make it some unwanted side effects and...
0: <laughs> Why don't you save that? Write yeah. down what you want the side effect to be. Oh,
2: I'll remember.
0: <laughs> and I it will, will be remember. revealed at upon its usage. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, great. Why don't we cut to Camistro? Camistro... You have gone to your department to see if you can get access to some resources. What are you up to? Camistro is, like, tracing the veins on the walls to, like, that and there,
3: left here, and there, right there.
4: And he comes <laughs> up to, like, well looks just like a, just a big sphincter. <laughs>
3: no! <laughs>
4: <laughs> he, like, takes a second and, like, straightens his robe and straightens his hat. Takes a little hand mirror and gives a little... <clears throat> No, I'm just gonna knock. There's a grosser way to do this, but I've I've done enough. To, <laughs> knocks on the sphincter.
0: Okay, you are knocking on the sphincter for the head of your department.
4: Yeah, it spells out in veins above the door. Professor Robusto Beefguts, chair of Gigantiform Studies.
3: Okay, you knock
0: on the door and you hear a. Who is it?
3: It's me. Your old buddy, Chimistro, the match mage.
0: You hear the creaking of a chair and big steps. As he opens the door and just gives you the most, like, bemused look you've ever seen. He says, what
4: can I do for
5: you, Chimistro?
4: Oh hey there, big guy. And Kamito gives like a couple of little like friendly little tummy punches. Hey, hey, hey! Don't do
5: that. That's not appropriate.
3: Oh, sorry. I figure we, you know, go back. You know, it's kinda of earned it. Pow, pow.
0: Alright, fine. And a giant fist just like gives you a playful punch of <laughs> I just go flying <laughs> and slam <laughs> against the opposite
3: wall. <laughs> yeah! Oh, oh god, that's the stuff. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Gets up and like walks over, like it takes like a few steps for him to like not be limping. Okay, shake it up, shake it up.
3: <laughs> Mind if I come inside? I, I just wanted to, to rap with my big buddy and you know, you know, you know, you look so big and wonderful today. Have, have you been working out? more
0: I've been working in and you see he has a laptop open to uh, a video call with the therapist and he says we'll have to finish this uh, at a different time and he closes the laptop
3: <laughs> building up the old emotional muscles I see yes right. he's pulled
0: out a chair for you Camistro but it is just this, like, comically large <laughs> chair. When you sit in it, you look like a baby, like, dangling with your legs yeah. off the edge. Camistro, like, climbs up into
4: the chair and, like, sits and kicks his little legs.
3: Yeah. So, hey. Hi. Now, as you may have heard, uh, there is a big, giant heart on campus. And it is rampaging. And I was hoping to, you know, capture it for study, uh, you know, and I—I I heard that a big, strong, brave, beautiful man like you uh, would have had a, uh, a some capture equipment, Hey, uh, You know, uh, Mister Mister Professor Robusto Beef Guts or him uh, you know, should I call you uh, Andy Gigantopon? Uh, 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 he raises a hand. What do you want? I touch his hand. Yeah.
4: Why don't you roll for schmooze? Uh, I touch his little hand. I, oh, I misread that. Um, And I rolled an 8 plus 2, which is a 10 on Schmooze. Oh, wow. Perfect. Okay. Uh, on a 10 plus, they'll do something simple for you or something big and complex if you give them a payment, favor, or bribe. I think I'll ask for something big and complex. What do you want?
3: I need a capture, buddy. You're roughly on the scale of a third of this heart. <laughs> he looks up at him, like, towering over him. Maybe a party. And, uh... You know, I'm like an eighth or less, so maybe you and I could go and hog uh, tie this heart, or heart tie it, as perhaps a fun bit of play on words would say. Uh, and, you know, in exchange, maybe I keep under my wizard hat a certain incident when we were youths, where you were obsessed with eating those eggs to grow big and strong. Wink!
5: I am a physically big and emotionally complex being, and I will not be manipulated. But I will help you capture the heart, if you let me take the credit.
0: Dad. He holds out his hand. Uh, he he goes to give you his hand, but it, like, enraptures your whole arm. <laughs> <laughs> like, lifts you out of the chair oh. as he shakes. My entire body. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Where do you want to start?
0: And as Ooh. he turns around, he pulls like these panels of bookcases open and you see it as this magically illuminated, just like
3: armory of hunting gear. Wow. I think that I will let you pick because all of this is at such a large scale that I think if I tried to pick it up, I would die.
0: <laughs> right. Uh, he grabs you with two large fingers and then kind of Mm. is gonna like (laughs) shove you into like a front uh, suit pocket. So big. He's a really (laughs) big man. (laughs) And he's gonna start gearing up. Ah, there's some really big Werther's Originals in here. (laughs) Don't mind if I do. (laughs) You're laying on a Werther's Original just like licking at it? Yeah. Okay. But you have secured (laughs) some hunting gear for the party. Let's go ahead and cut to Smoochulon. Smoochulon, you said you have gone to teach class yes
6: yes and i know exactly how that works with smooch alone okay so he is going to walk through the halls until he sees a classroom with a number of students inside that he feels is appropriate and then he's just going to walk in and take (laughs) over the class Like, he he literally just opens the door and then, Everybody, shut up! Shut up! I'm starting to teach now! <gasps>
0: you hear, like, generic gasps as the entire auditorium turns around. Yes. Smoochilom, why don't you give me a teach roll with disadvantage
6: since you're hijacking the class? Okay. Can I roll compel obedience to take over <laughs> and then use the move for teaching the class? Yes, you can. <laughs> okay. So let's see, I got an 8. On a 7 to 9, they can avoid becoming hurt by doing some kind of like what you demanded, or by following the letter of your demand rather than the spirit. P.S. This is not a subtle power. The targets know exactly what you did and that it was you that did it. So
0: are you compelling the students or are you compelling the professor?
6: I think I'm compelling the professor.
0: Okay. To just leave. Describe <laughs> how
6: you're compelling this man. Okay. So I, you know, kick open the door. Everyone shut up. Class is in session. And I parade right down to where the professor is standing. What are you doing? Thanks for uh, keeping everything warm for me. I've got it from here. <laughs> Smoochilon puts his, you know, two fingers to his temple and he just, like, tries to mind blast this guy into just <laughs> immediately leaving the classroom.
0: We are in the middle of a. Uh, ha, uh, ha, uh, ha, uh, ha. Uh and the entire class is just staring wide-eyed like bated <laughs> breath <laughs> as this he this is a very very tall professor very lanky very squidward-like in build but much taller than you uh, and he falls to his knees going ha ha oh and he just starts crawling his way out of the auditorium <laughs> up those like <laughs> slope steps
5: <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> he
0: cries and crawls out of the room And you
6: just have a hostage audience now What class do you begin teaching? I <laughs> feel like that entire process Took like five minutes of this guy just crawling out moaning And everyone is silent and staring at him leave And then as soon as he's gone Alright, so let's get started um... Class, class, <laughs> teaching, teaching. Um, all right, group project time. <laughs> As the slacker, I have a move called Everything I Know I Learned by Doing Group Projects, which uh, it basically instead of rolling to teach a class, it can just assume that I got a seven to nine on it by assigning a group project to the entire class. Wow. So Smoochilon will uh, be like, Okay, so today... We are going to tackle the grandest of relationship magic by pursuing the physical, literal beast of our metaphorical goal. What's that you say? And he waits, and he's pointing at a student. What's that you say?
0: (laughs) I... um, uh... The the the,
6: Yes, that's exactly right. We are going after the giant heart on campus. Another gasp. <gasps> oh, that's two. If I get three, that's a hat trick. <laughs> Putting that in my diary. So, who's got some ideas on how we would wrangle a heart and seduce it? It's kind of like when no one's done the homework and the teacher's
0: asked the question, but motivated by fear rather than lack of uh, preparation. As they all glance <laughs> at each other like sweating, and you see uh, one kid just like begins sh- raising a shaky hand. Yes, you there. Um... I guess from what we've seen of the heart, it's intense emotions and fountains of blood can destroy buildings, so it must be powered by a strong emotion, right? So if we could cool it down, then perhaps that could stop
6: it? Perhaps that could stop it, yes, that's exactly what I've been saying. Fantastic. What's your name? It's so good to finally see a student on the same level, not as me, but as someone like half as smart as me. And so I have to say, congratulations, you're passing so far. Does anyone else want to put forth an idea and perhaps attempt to pass this class?
0: Hi, hi, uh, me. Maybe, um, since it's strong emotions, a a trigger of
6: some sort, some strong emotional trigger might draw it out? A strong emotional trigger. Yes, very good, very good. So, using this strong emotional trigger, we can draw the heart to us, and then how exactly do we seduce an organ? You say seduce? Seduce. Yes. And the ceiling just, like, drips. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have an idea. <laughs> Who knows where the building's head is? <laughs> the, the building's head? Yes. If it drips, uh, it's got a head. That's in the Bible, son. Would it be on top? Yes. On top. What's your name? Um, hi, my, I'm, I'm Toph E. Mello, Wizard of Hard <laughs> Candies. Perfect, of course you are. So. Everyone, we are going to head to the bell tower. We're going to wrangle this building, and then we're going to use it to try to seduce that heart. Is everyone with me? If you're not with me, then you fail. Is everyone with me? Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah yes. of course. Yeah. At that, Smoochilon climbs up onto the desk and he says, Oh, Smoochilon, my Smoochilon! <laughs> everyone just stares at you. What? Do you- do you want us to do that? Everyone do it now! Oh, uh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh lawn, my lawn. Yes, I have inspired all of you. Let's go! Let's go! And then he hops off. You <laughs> hop off, and you begin to lead them up the stairs. However, your move
0: assumes a seven to nine, which is a mixed success. Yes. Normally, you would take stress when teaching a class, but this is not even your class, so, like, the student can't come to ask you questions later. So instead, what we see is as you go up the staircase... Followed by these student hostages, you see a few of the students break off and go down the stairs. And somewhere off, perhaps a short time later, we see them meeting with someone in a black robe with glowing eyes. (laughs) Producing a detailed report of what occurred in that classroom. And we hear, good, good.
2: (laughs) Palpatine is in (laughs) (laughs) this
0: Somehow he's returned Again (laughs) Marvin, I believe you have
7: gone to teach your class on the Binding of Succubi, yes? Yeah, hello everyone This is going to be a really quick class because I've got places to be So I pre-rolled for us today and it was a (laughs) nice little nine for teaching and uh, here's what's gonna happen. You guys over there, you start drawing the chalk circle. You over there, get the pentagram book. <laughs> and you, you just stand and be the bait for the demon, all right? Thanks. So succubi, they are dangerous creatures. They will put visions of passion in your heads and it is gonna be a fun time for you, Mr. Bait friend. <laughs> uh, let's get cracking. <laughs> okay. What kind of succubi are you trying to get these kids to summon? Uh, Her name is Succubus Coolidge. And she speaks like this. Oh, hi. Oh, gosh. Okay. Okay, describe the features that make up Succubus Coolidge. So Succubus Coolidge has little tiny wings on the back that flutter very quickly to get them around. And Succubus Coolidge also has a delightful, like purplish hue to her skin and long blonde hair, and just tits out, always. Mm-hmm. No matter the situation, <laughs> breasts in abundance. No matter the angle. Yeah.
4: Somehow, no matter how she's
7: facing.
2: <laughs> you just see the breasts. You always see the breasts.
4: Always.
7: And then, Of course, the quality of voice. Makes me want a soul real bad. (laughs) (laughs) Instead of visions, like she implants just her vocality and tonality into someone's head to cause them these seductions. So victims of succubus Coolidge will hear. Oh, God. Oh, it makes me want a hot dog (laughs) real bad. Oh, oh, my mother, she, I have to go scatter her ashes in the ocean, excuse me. No, 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 you can't, you can't leave right now, Succubus Coolidge, we're in the thing, we're in the thick of it now. You lead the students in this ritual
0: uh, to summon Succubus Coolidge, however, you are feeling the pressure of this moment as you guys are trying to hunt this heart. And perhaps you don't quite go over all the details quite right, you get a success and you do summon a succubus coolidge and it does meet all the requirements of what you asked for however this succubus coolidge kind of looks like an octopus is the best way i can describe it a big blobby thing with purple flesh it does have two little wings it has blonde hair red lips and instead of tentacles they're just these big boobs that are sticking out the bottom of it (laughs) Oh my god. But it does have the exact voice you wanted. As you hear. Oh my god. Wow.
4: <laughs> There's one student in the back of the class who like just straightens up and goes just pure white as a sheet as they realize that this is what they've been looking for their whole life. <laughs>
6: this is the worst cenobite.
4: <laughs> I have such sights to
6: show you. <laughs> I'm an angel to some, demon to others. <laughs> <laughs> wow, my box, you opened.
7: Okay. Wow. All right, students, and now. And um, all of the students will like take their magical implements, be the wands, Simply just a fingertip or a staff, and they all cast the incantation across each other, causing like a web of magical energy to cascade around and entrap Succubus Cooler. Beautiful. And she is trapped. She goes, oh
6: God. Oh. <laughs> the voice makes it so oh, much worse. God.
7: <laughs> uh, well done class. Uh, that wraps it up for today. You all have a great rest of the day. And for next class, please bring in a three page essay on the uses of succubi in society. Oh no. The, uh, the
0: student who went very pale goes, I, I, I can think of a few. <laughs> um, <laughs> Is Succubus Coolidge going to be on the test?
7: Oh,
3: you better
4: believe it.
7: (laughs) Yes, she will be on the test.
3: I'll give you an A if you give me an F. Oh, God.
0: Marvin, you are used to teaching like kind of the weed out class where people don't really give a shit. Like they're just here because they have to be. Mm -hmm. This pale child comes up and like takes both your hands and says, thank you, Mr. Smythe. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're most welcome, um, you. <laughs> this kid's pointing magnetic north. <laughs> and he says, if you'll excuse me, and just bolts out of the classroom.
7: Well, uh, Succubus coolish I understand that perhaps being bound to this plane was not on your agenda today, but...
0: I like to be bound.
7: Thank you for being a wonderful demonstration for my students. Have you ever come across a heart that is just like a sentient being roaming around? Oh, I encounter all sorts of beings, yeah.
0: (laughs)
6: I'm so disconcerted by this voice.
4: I'm really enjoying watching Hannah's face just collapse.
3: Every time Succubus cool is says
6: something. Oh, yeah. Somebody's going to be rewinding and
7: listening to this part a lot. Why do you
0: ask? Are you looking for anyone in particular?
7: Well, there happens to be a sentient giant heart that's roaming our campus. And uh, I was yeah. just wondering, now that I have... Bound you, and you enjoy being bound. Uh, if you could help me lure it somewhere in particular, is it
0: spouting lots of blood, destruction everywhere?
7: Uh, definitely destruction everywhere. Uh, spouting blood, we will see. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> oh, oh, oh. like
0: forbidden love, baby. Oh yeah.
7: <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know what. To- <laughs> <laughs> You asked for this! <laughs> I did. Unfortunately, I've made this bed and now I must lie in it. I must lie in the bed with Succubus Coolidge.
0: Oh, you're gonna lie down?
7: To no, Succubus Coolidge, you temptress oh. with the vaulty tits.
0: Who's your friend? And she gestures with her big red lips toward Clive of the Dives.
7: Oh, that's Clive. He's my demon twink, and I am his wizard, and we are. Gonna get him a daddy. You better. It's the most New York thing I've heard.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So where are we going, big boy?
7: Well, um, we need to go find wherever Smoochilon is, because I know that he wants to fuck the heart at some point, oh. so I think we can help him get that happening.
0: I know all about Smoochilon.
7: Oh, I'm sure you do. Yep. He's a, a well-renowned wizard. I know where I can find him. And <laughs> Clive of the Dives begins leading the way. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you, Clive. Come along, Succubus Coolidge. Let's uh, paint the town red, shall we? <laughs> Passionella, you have just created
0: this cure, presumably. What is your next move?
2: Well, I have combined all the ingredients together with my students. And I just want to say, once the cherry-flavored condom hit the beaker, there was a little explosion. My students had to stand back a little bit. But the explosion smoke became a little (laughs) heart. Yes. And the potion is a red, glittery, swirly color. And I take it and I put a cork in it and I say, all right, students, very good. Write me a uh, thesis on uh, sexually transmitted diseases and I'll see you tomorrow. Miss, there's still like 35 minutes left. Class dismissed. (laughs) And she's going to go try to find probably Smoochalon, and make sure he isn't already trying to get busy.
0: (laughs) Okay. As you exit your building, you actually see Marvin making his way over to the building as well with Clive of the Dives leading the way And Succubus Coolidge trailing behind, I guess, Bouncing Boobily, I don't know. Oh,
2: Marvin, I... Marvin, what is that? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Bouncy, bouncy.
7: No! (laughs) Well, this is Succubus Coolidge. Succubus Coolidge, Passionella. Passionella, Succubus Coolidge.
0: Oh, hi, dear.
2: Hello. Okay. Okay. She's
7: going to help us capture the heart for Smoochalon to make love to.
2: Wasn't Smoochalon making love supposed to be the way for us to capture it anyway? And if we have Succubus Coolidge to capture it, we don't necessarily need him to fuck the heart?
7: Well, Succubus Coolidge is meant to lure the heart.
2: Ah, ah.
7: Fill the heart's brain. Does a heart have a brain?
2: Arteries? Oh,
7: yeah. If the heart gets a hold of me, it, it's going
0: to get pretty riled up.
2: Okay. Well, you know, I, I'm not even going to think about it. Well, I have the potion to prevent the spread of uh, anything that Smoochilon has. Speaking of,
0: where is this big heart? And as she says that, you hear, oh, God! <laughs> and you see a bunch of people running out of the library building. As suddenly you hear... <laughs> As you see the building begin to crumble and rolling through it in a fiery passion is the heart on legs. Spouting jets of blood and emotions in waves.
2: Now, is this a like heart on legs, as in the organ, or as in the stereotypical Valentine's Day? Heart? It's the organ.
0: It is the That's organ. That's horrifying. Onwards. Yeah, <laughs> and it has long like they kind of look like spider legs. Oh, uh, I was hoping for like Sonic-style human feet. You know what? <laughs> Retcon. It has Sonic-style human feet, oh. and it is doing the Sonic spin as it goes around <laughs> to spurting
7: jets of
2: <laughs> <Faded> sneakers! <laughs> <laughs> okay, Marvin. Well, uh, I guess Succubus Coolidge, now's your time.
7: Dearest Succubus Coolidge, please fill this heart's throbbing veins and arteries. Yeah.
0: The wings begin to flap on the back of Succubus Coolidge as she ceases flapping to bounce and then uses the wings to flap up higher. Kind of like jumping on a trampoline, um, but the, uh, of her own body. And she just begins to let out in uh, a reverberating cry across the campus.
1: Oh
6: yeah! <laughs> I'm just so sorry, everyone listening. Uh.
4: All of us reacted like scared cartoon cats. Yeah. Everyone of us, like our backs
6: arched,
0: uh, visceral. And with that. Camistro, you have just recruited Robusto Beef Guts, and you are riding in his jacket pocket. Yes. What's what's happening? So I'm in his little jacket pocket, like, peeking
4: out with my little hands and little, like, wizard nose peeking out over the pocket top, (laughs) and I say...
3: There, Robusto, the heart!
4: And as he, like, turns to look at it, I, like, read my pocket and I take out a little bag that says Professor Snacks. I just throw a snack up and he catches it in his mouth, (laughs) like, not knowing
0: what's going on. And I, like, click a little clicker. Like, yes, good, follow it.
5: (laughs) We'll dissect this later.
0: (laughs) As he heads out and he begins loading his giant crossbow, it's more like a siege weapon. Uh,
3: Robusto, we want to capture it for study. This, This heart represents untold data about how much. Love it takes to physically destroy something. You got an idea how valuable that is. Mm. What well, can you
0: roll for me to try and overcome his <laughs> very violent nature? So I'm
4: trying to use my special move, the naked ape, which is when I use animal behavioral theory or tricks to persuade a person to do something for you, roll plus charisma. Okay, do it. No, no. And I, uh, I get out a little water bottle and I spritz his little face with it. <laughs> so yeah, I am going to roll plus charisma. Do I just roll with advantage, disadvantage, anything?
0: Yeah, I'll give you advantage. On yes. this. I'm going to say
4: the the professor snacks helped you out. Oh, it's,
3: yes. Yes.
4: So I rolled a 7 plus 2, which is 9. On a 7 to 9, I learn an immediate need or want of theirs. If I do that, they'll do what I want.
5: Hmm. I'll take it alive if you promise to have your memory of my true identity wiped.
3: Hmm. That's an immediate need or want, but... uh...
5: I brought my men in black memory eraser, (laughs) (laughs) but... It doesn't work without consent.
3: Good, consent is the most important thing, and we all look directly at the camera. (laughs) Remember, never erase someone's memory without their consent. (laughs) Fine, I'll do it. Very well. More valuable to me alive than dead, and frankly... uh... My treasured childhood memories of playing in the surf with you are only a (laughs) birdie.
0: He pulls you out of the jacket pocket, holds you in front of the little, like, flash (laughs) device, and
5: says, Andrew Gigantopoulos dies today.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. uh, Andrew Gigantopoulos died. Who was he? Ah, oh, you know, I'm looking at your, and your, you got a little tattoo on your neck that says, Andrew Gigantopolis.
5: hmm. He was a childhood friend. Oh, I'm
3: sorry that he died today.
5: It's all right.
3: He sounds like a very big man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he swaps out the deadly crossbow bolt for almost like a nerf dart. It has like a plunger on the end. <laughs> and then at the back is a little capsule with a giant net as he begins heading towards the heart. And out in the field, you see Marvin and Passionella as well. What-ho!
3: Marvin! Passionella! Hey, oh, Succubus College. Uh, Didn't expect to see you here. Oh, uh-huh. hi. Hello.
0: She has begun bouncing so high that she is now reaching, like, the jacket pocket that you're in. I blow her a little kiss. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, it's good to see you're doing well. Now, quickly, we have to capture that heart before Smutulan does the unspeakable and forms the beast with one back and two hearts and a penis connecting them.
2: <laughs> At least we have my potion, if he does. Yes. Um,
0: and as this is happening, you're seeing the whole Heart Sonic spinning around, it is like (laughs) jumping into the air and spurting fountains of blood. It it looks like outstretched almost as it beats with incredible passion and these waves of emotion that can rattle buildings. And, like, tucked away in the corner in the rubble of the library building that has exploded in flashes of magic and presumably other materials that all combined as the heart tore through it. You see Gregory, the TA, with his hood over, going, Good,
5: good.
0: So
2: trustworthy. <laughs>
0: and the heart just tears through it. And you see him go flying off. Oh,
3: my God.
2: <laughs> no. By
3: Merlin's mighty manifold!
0: As we cut to Smoochylon, Smoochilon, you are heading up towards the top of the building. What's going on? So, wait, did Gregory just get killed by the heart? Gregory <laughs> has been shot off the stage like a Smash Bros character, but you're not sure if he's alive or okay, dead. Okay, because I was just
6: going to say, somehow, Smoochilon cringes as he knows that he may have to grade a paper sometime soon. <laughs> um... <laughs> But can I say we've reached the top of the bell tower? Yes. Okay. So we reach the top of the bell tower and we see like Smoochilon for the second three quarters of the trip up was being carried by a couple of students (laughs) and they exhaustedly just drop him down and he just walks up to the top of the bell tower like nothing has occurred. You know, he sees the heart just like rolling around in the library and everything and he grabs a random student and he's like, look, do you see, do you see? how it's rolling about in the rubble and remains of the library building? I know what it wants, unnamed student. My name is Bop. No, 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 no. I don't need to know your name because I don't know how you're going to turn out at the end of the day and I don't want to make this tragic. My name is Bop and I'm a fully fleshed out three-dimensional human. (laughs) I have
3: wants and needs and and a family and and people who love me. (laughs) Oh my god, is is that Smoochelon with Bop? Bob was telling me all about how he wants to cure wizard cancer and he's pretty sure he's ALMOST cracked it! He says he's doing it for his sister!
2: I love Bob! He's such a good student! He actually always volunteers at the orphanage on campus! He volunteers at the wizard cat shelter
6: every day! Smoochie gives a long, hard stare at Bob, <laughs> and then he just pushes him right off of the bell tower! <laughs> I need another unnamed student! <laughs> Bop! No! no. Smoochilon, what are you trying to accomplish by throwing Bop off? He doesn't want a possible named person up here. He needs an unnamed character that, you know, he doesn't feel responsibility for. And Bop just happened to fall out of the bell tower. <laughs> well, at least he's an organ donor. <laughs> so Smoochilon says to the new student, What this heart wants... He's a one-on-one with some academic infrastructure. I am going to perform the rare and difficult building mind meld, perfected by Frank Love Wright. (laughs) Okay. Smoochilon is now going to attempt to vibe with the sentience of the building. It has Uh just occurred
2: to me... That we didn't think about what could happen if Smoochlon gave all of his types of chlamydia to the building (laughs) that people teach inside of.
6: It's going to get gross.
3: Oh my (laughs)
2: god.
0: I'm going to say at this point, you all have noticed Smoochulan is up atop the building because of Bob's scream on the way down.
2: <laughs> oh no, my Alexa! And Passionella is going to start running as fast as she can toward the bell tower.
0: As you go running, Bob crawls up to you uh, on the grass <laughs> like blood coming out and Bob says, Sorry for intruding. I don't mean to invade your personal space (laughs) or do anything unsavory towards you, but would that happen to be a magical cure for chlamydia? Yes,
2: it would. Do you
0: intend to deliver it to Smoochilon? Indeed. Give it to me. I don't have much strength left. What? But I can scale the building faster than you can climb the stairs. Do I trust this? He seems like he's trying to do something with his dying breath.
2: Okay, (laughs) I, like, take his shaky hand... And I put the elixir bottle in it, and I close his hand over it, and I say,
0: Do it for us. Please make sure all 47 of my rescued stray dogs find a nice home. (laughs) I will try my best. There's not much in my fantasy 401k, but give it to my child that hasn't been born yet. Okay. (laughs) And (laughs) he grabs the vial, and with one hand uh, casts magic that, like, propulses him off the ground leaving a crater he comes flying up smoochilon you are talking to the other student and as you see like behind him over his shoulder in the air you see bop like flying up and bop says smoochilon drink this and he tosses it to you
2: and then passionella calls out and is like it's the elixir please you promised smoochilon
6: just hears smoochilon drink this so he just snatches this potion and then, like, just immediately drinks. Okay, good. You, just, you chug it down. A cherry. The
0: forbidden fruit.
6: That was my final.
2: act. Bop. No. And Bop lands on the ground. Oh, was that Bop? Great kid. Passionella drops to her knees. Bop. No.
3: We had one more day to graduation. I'm technically still alive.
0: I just, I need to go to the medical ward, but the medical ward has been destroyed by the heart.
2: I have an ability to make things. It just might not be perfect, but can I just try really quick to make a little health potion (laughs) for Bob?
0: (laughs) Sure, let's say you have your little satchel. This will be the last elixir I'll say you can make without going somewhere to get ingredients. That's
2: A-okay. okay Okay, I got a seven, so I am able to make a health potion. Some side effect is his voice will permanently be changed for the rest of his life, but he will be healed. To what? Oh, thanks, I'm (laughs) fine. To Succubus Coolidge because I was distracted by Succubus Coolidge while I was making the health potion.
0: You pour the elixir down his throat and he goes,
2: Oh, wow, thanks. (laughs) And then she cries again and she goes, What have I done?
0: As we cut back to the top of the bell tower, Smoochelon
6: has just downed the elixir. And now I'm going to attempt the mind meld with the building so that I can pilot it. Okay. Is this a a move that you have or how do you want to accomplish this? I have a compel obedience move. Hmm. Describe to me how, what you're doing to compel obedience. Smoochelon is just talking to the building. I don't think he wants to force him into anything.
2: Okay. Consent is
6: very important when Gundam-style piloting a building.
3: Exactly.
2: (laughs) We look into the camera. Remember, kids, never pilot a building without consent. Kai do
6: ask for consent. Kai don't compel obedience. (laughs) (laughs)
2: You request
6: obedience. Yes. So Smoochilon is like, oh, yes, building. Speak to me. Let me... And you become one, and then we are going to find that giant heart, and building, we will get you laid. The ground atop the roof of the building begins to quiver. Please roll that for me. Okay. I rolled a nine, plus two charisma. So I got an 11. Does it stipulate (laughs) anything specific that happens on a 10 plus? On a 10 plus, they do exactly what I request or become hurt. Okay. Okay shingles quiver and you see the roof opens up to you and these like
0: cords appear that you intuit that you could possibly tug and pull at like
6: Remy and Ratatouille. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Okay! Smoochilon is going to start ratatouille this building over to the heart. Okay! <laughs> Everyone else as this happens you hear a dong! Dong!
0: Dong! as the bell begins to ring and you look over to the building which until now most people suspected was just a regular building aside from Camistro because your department knows that the building is alive and as you hear the, uh, the bell begin to ring you see like These absurdly muscular, fleshy limbs begin to grow out of the building. You see, like, the Spongebob inflatable muscle arms come out (laughs) and put their hands on the ground. It lifts itself up, revealing equally muscular, like, very human-like legs. As the building stands up and begins to lumber its way over, with each massive step you hear another. Dung. Oh my! By the <laughs>
3: remarkable ricotta of Remy the Rat,
2: he's ratatouilleing that building. Passionella is gonna try to get out of the way so she doesn't get stepped on.
0: Yeah, you get out of the way, and Bob goes, "Thank you, some." Ah! Yes. Yeah, as he gets stepped on by the building. Bob, Yay! No.
3: He had just overcome his addiction to self-love potions. <laughs> as,
0: as the foot peels off the ground to take another step, you see Bap plastered on the bottom of the foot, and he goes, I'm okay. <laughs> and takes another step. So building is coming. Uh, Robusto Beefguts looks to Camistro and says,
5: All right. Any specific plan of attack?
3: Let's see. That uh, that heart is doing a a spin style attack. It's clearly extremely excitable and escalated. Uh, we we need to calm it down somehow. Lure it away before and starts seducing it. Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, old friend. Yes, Succubus Coolidge. I think I know just the thing to get to a heart.
2: Boobs. <laughs> Sexual
3: <laughs>
8: appeal.
3: Uh.
0: There are these, uh, these loose moans reverberating through the campus, and you see the heart stops spinning, and you just hear the. And with each pump, like little spurts of blood are left in the wake as uh, the Sonic-like human legs begin to walk towards Succubus Coolidge, and with each step you see it begin to pick up speed as it gets more excited from across the way. Are there any actions anyone would like to take as you see the heart approaching?
2: Is its heart rate increasing? It
0: is.
4: (laughs) Mistro grabs either end of Robusto Beefgut's like large trailing mustaches. Yes. And uses it to to aim him at the heart.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Steady. Steady!
0: I'm going to say, (laughs) Camistro, this is probably a risky moment because you don't know what this heart is about to do. That is true. So do you want to roll adventuring for me and describe what action specifically you would like to have
4: Robusto take? I think Robusto is probably going to try and, you know, get a bead on the heart and fire his big giant net at it to sort of capture it as it meets with Succubus Coolidge. Okay. Uh, and he's going to pull on the mustache to try and launch that. <laughs> All right. Do I have advantage? Because I have a big giant man doing this instead of myself. You absolutely do, yes. Hell yes. Oh, I just barely squeaked that one in. That's a seven. Woo! Okay, so choose one of the effects. I'm going to say I get whatever it is I was after. I'm going to get hurt and I'm not going to come out of it looking good.
0: Okay, so... <laughs> The heart is beginning to pick up speed. As the legs are running here. Oh, yeah! Come to mama! Uh, Robusto Beefcuts begins to take giant steps, piloted by Camistro. As he does, the heart begins to like juke and dodge him like a basketball player. And Robusto has to go tumbling to the ground to try and fire. He fires a shot. You see. The plunger goes flying. Covers one of the aortas and the net comes out, entangling the heart. But in order to get that shot, he had to dive. And with his massive body mass, he was not able to stop himself cleanly. And so he falls to the ground right on his chest, Camistro, where you are within his jacket pocket. And you just get skidded across the ground with his massive weight
3: atop you. I remember this weight. It feels so familiar. (laughs) But how? I've only met Robusto Beef Guts this semester.
0: Robusto begins to sweat, and you feel like a giant bead of sweat just douses you. Uh. (laughs) Uh, At this point everyone else sees the heart has been entangled for a moment it is not subdued but it is essentially restrained as it is fighting through the net it is spin moving trying to get out but it can't quite break through you see the net is straining under the excessive force of the heart as it seems to beat more frantically Succubus Coolidge just continues to
1: oh, yeah,
0: and every time she says it, you feel like it begins to beat faster and faster. There is blood splurting everywhere. You see Robusto and Camistro beginning to get covered in the blood. Does
6: anyone want to do anything? Smoochilon is definitely still approaching in the building. Yes. Yeah, especially now that he sees that the heart is not going to be able to run, but I don't think he's going to get in there just yet, if only because <laughs> him, piloting a living building, is mildly horrified at how weird everything is in front of him. Uh. <laughs> uh, it's
3: modular, uh, Help, please. I can't reach the heart. It, it's in danger if, if its palpitations get much more powerful. It uh, could, with its uh, orgasmic potential, cause untold damage. It's supposed to be captured before it comes. Please, <laughs> If that heart's beats gets above 88 pumps per hour, we're gonna see some serious shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it does seem, especially Smoochilon, Camistro. I would even say Passionella as well, with your fields of studies, the heart seems to beat almost erotically.
6: All right, I'm going to have Smoochilon try to pick up the heart with the building. Okay. Give
0: me an adventuring roll for this as well, and give it to me with advantage. Oh, okay. Uh, (laughs) so that is a seven. Okay, you get to choose one of the following. You don't get hurt, you come out of it looking good, or you get whatever it is you were
6: after. Smoochilon is going to pick, he comes out of it looking good. That's, uh... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> really the most important thing to <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so here's what's gonna happen. You begin
0: to approach basically piloting the giant building. <sighs> You see the heart in the net. It is an easy grab. The building's hand is about as large as the heart. And as it goes to grab, the building actually trips over Robusto Beefgut's body. Uh, Uh. And it begins to fall and overshoots the heart, basically flying over it. As it tilts forward, you see all the windows and doors swing open. And like a student, who I guess had still been inside, like falls out (laughs) onto the ground. And the building goes tumbling like head first but smoochulon you very calmly like grab one of the students <laughs> put it down against the side of the building and kind of surf him down <laughs> to the side of the building <laughs> as it falls as it hits each of the windows smoochulon you sprain your fucking ankle on the landing as you flip and land But nobody knows it but you. You feel shooting pain, but you land in like perfect superhero wizard pose. Oh my God. (laughs) As the building just goes, like tearing up the lawn down the university (laughs) campus.
2: I would like to try something. Okay. Okay. So we're a campus. It's safe to assume there is a way for someone to speak through the speakers.
0: Yes? Potentially, maybe the Dean.
2: Can I try to get to that and then play seductive music through the speakers to distract the heart at a high BPN.
0: I will allow you to do that if you want to go find it. It might take a second. Alternatively, you could try casting a spell, which is a move everyone has, if you want to, like, generate the music.
2: You know what? I would like to do that.
0: Okay, so describe to us what you're doing and give me the All
2: Alright, so I am casting a spell to create a sensory effect and the sense is sound. But I'm going to try to give it the sound appeal of, like, a cassette tape. So it's very romantic. But it's going to be, like, seductive. Without copyright, it would basically be, like, Hit Me Baby One More Time by Britney Spears, obviously. Or, like, Oops, I Did It Again. You know what I mean? I'm going to say that because
0: this is not alchemy, it's outside of your department's area of expertise, so you're going to have to roll with disadvantage. But give me the roll.
2: With disadvantage, you say? Yes. Uh, I could do that. All right.
0: As all of this is happening, you see Passionella begin to, I don't know, like, wave her hands (laughs) and work on this magic. We see Camistro just like gasping for air as the heart is really, really trying to work its way out of this net. Uh, You see its little, like, sonic legs begin to, like, work at the entrance of it to try and escape as it beats frantically. Smoochulon... An entire building has gone tumbling (laughs) down the campus. Smoochulon is landing, looking great, and Marvin... Clive of the Dives goes, Oh my god, that's him. Look. It's smooch
2: on
7: Oh, I know, Marvin. You're Marvin. Oh wait, Marvin, that's me. It uh, looks like I'm not the only one who's a little cum drunk. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I rolled a 7.
0: Okay, so on a 7 through 9, when you cast a spell, you get to choose 2.
2: The best choice for this situation, in my opinion, is your solution becomes someone else's problem, and the magic affects far more than you intended. (laughs) So... My sexy jams cause all of the students to become incredibly horny as well. Oh no, (laughs) yes. And that's the problem for everyone else.
6: (laughs) (laughs) They're already college students.
2: I know.
0: (laughs) Suddenly the entire campus is overcome with erotic energy as the sound (laughs) blasts out. Clive begins to, like, tremble <laughs> as he stares at Smooch down the way. The heart does seem to calm down. Pashanale, you get the feeling that this should not have worked, but for some reason the heart is very much not into the kind of music that you're playing. It might not be, like, the right demographic, like, the college <laughs> students are into it, but the heart is not. And so it calms down, its beating slows down as it seems to turn off just a little bit. But the campus is going crazy, the heart has calmed down a little bit. And you see it is now with a more clear head trying to escape through the net as Succubus Coolidge continues to cry out.
1: "Ah."
0: is gonna like kick and try and
4: like wiggle his way out of Robusto Beef Gut's front pocket. And, just, yeah. eh. and he sees that the heart
3: is like calming down. He's like, well, that's odd. Uh, usually a heart that is disactive would be young and fresh into what the kid's like. <gasps> that's no young heart. That heart is ancient.
4: And he's going to, realizing this, try and like stare at it and like watch what it's doing to try and like puzzle out more. If that's an ancient heart, then my God, what would that mean? And I would like to roll delve deeper. Great. Roll that for me. That is a plus my research, which is one. That's a nine. Great. So you get to ask one of the questions. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, What here is not as it appears to be?
0: Hmm. Okay. You gather that this heart is some sort of anomaly. And perhaps there might be something within that could be used for leverage.
3: I need to get into that heart. We all know the way to a heart's hearts. That's right. Smoochulon
0: Smoochulon's dusting off his robes We may not
3: always see high tie But I need you to get me into that heart And for some reason you managed to wiggle your way into the hearts Or at least loins of everyone you encounter (laughs) So what do you say, old friend?
4: And Camistro holds out his hand, which is covered in blood.
6: (laughs) So Smoochilon takes it and he shakes his hand and he goes, Oh yeah, now that it's ancient, I don't want it anyway. So, gross! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He's awful!
7: (laughs) Marvin turns to Clive and goes... And that is the data you want? Just just making sure. Oh, yeah. I'm not ancient. Well, I am, but not by demon
6: standards. <laughs> cool. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. So, Camistro, how do I get you inside that gigantic organ? Why,
3: the way that you get inside of anyone.
4: And they all turn and look at the camera, and they all say in unison... With
6: consent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is, this is the most wholesome running gag. I love it. For an otherwise disgusting show. <laughs> All right, so Smoochilon heads over to the Bound Heart, and he, he walks up to her. He's like, hey, so... My friend over there is pretty interested and uh, (laughs) I don't know if you've heard, but he's master of the, and he lowers his sunglasses a little bit, heart tower. What do you think of that? Chemistro gives like a little wave.
0: Hey. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
6: <laughs> <laughs> Smoochilon, is
0: this, uh, are you attempting to schmooze? Yeah, yeah,
6: he's definitely schmoozing here. Okay, why don't you uh, roll schmooze for me? Uh, that's a ten. Wow! The heart
0: suddenly waves at Kimistro. Uh-huh. Doof, doof. It hey. begins to pick up speed a little bit. Doof, doof, doof. Oh, doof. hey there, don't
3: get too excited. I want to take things slow. Really get to know you, but, uh, maybe I could... Get inside one of those big aortas and see if there's something troubling you. Wink.
0: As you say, I really want to get to know you. The heartbeat like slows down and the valves seem to close up. But then with the rest of your speech, it seems to open back up. It's it's almost reluctant. You can tell the heart is reluctant to let someone in. But Kamistro, why don't you roll a schmooze for me? I'll give you advantage with One's wingman introduction. Yes. That is a 12. Sorry, no, that's a
4: 14 with my charisma. Oh my
0: God. Okay. (laughs) Kimistro, one of the
3: valves just opens wide, (laughs) like big enough for you to crawl inside. It's okay, baby. I know you've been hurt before, but sometimes we all need to learn to let someone in. And Camistro takes out a raincoat and puts it on. I always carry one of these for just such an occasion.
7: You should always wear your rubbers.
2: Always bring protection. That's right.
6: Condom joke.
4: And he just gingerly crawls in the aorta and you can just see his little feet wiggling as he just like wiggles himself down and in.
0: Okay. (laughs) Camistro <laughs> has effectively disappeared into the heart. It's become Camistral. Does anyone want to do anything else before I tell Camistro what he sees in there?
2: Can I adjust the music to be like old timey romantic restaurant music to help? Or would that be the casting of another spell?
0: I think it would be the casting of another spell. Uh, beyond that I think the heart is excited enough unless you're trying to accomplish something else
2: well I was just trying to change the vibe because this music wasn't working for the heart so I guess I could just dispel it and then all of the horny like young adults around me will just kind of be like what What just happened like yeah. <laughs> so I'll just end the spell since it seems that you know Camistro's getting somewhere
7: okay while that is happening I'm going to turn to Succubus Coolidge and request that that she turn her focus now to Smoochylon and start implanting fantasies and ideas of Clive of the Dives into Smoochylon's brain.
0: Oh, wow. Is that Smoochilon?
6: <laughs> well, hello there, Succubus Coolidge. Oh,
0: <laughs> it's a pleasure to meet you. She holds out a boob for you to shake. No.
6: Oh, he absolutely shakes her boob in the most polite manner.
0: (laughs) You know, we talk a lot about you back in our realms. Have you met my friend, Clive of the Dives?
6: Oh, no, I have not. Well, hello there. Oh. Name's Clive. And as this is
0: happening, everyone except for Camistro, please remove your headphones Ugh. and I will wave at you when it is okay for you to return.
6: Oh my God, I am terrified of what is about to happen. <laughs>
0: so Camistro, you crawl into the heart and within it, you see what is unmistakable. It is a beast with two backs. And inside of this heart, you see Dean Nepotismo Seventh making love to Pochonata. <gasps> of course,
4: wh- Camistro whispers to himself.
3: A special hideaway, love can bloom.
0: And as you look at this, you gather that the heart is actually a physical manifestation of what is essentially a, a knot in the love lines. It is forbidden love. You gather that this creature is what manifests as a result of power imbalances and workplace relationships. Oh, no.
3: This isn't ethical. This heart isn't ethical at all. Excuse me? And you see Dean Nepotismo turns around. Nepotismo? Potionada? I, I didn't mean to interrupt, but you, you must know that this is a Title IX violation. I,
0: I have only one title. Dean. Oh, no, no, no,
3: no. this, The two of you, it... Why, if you weren't co-workers, why, I would give my blessing for this love, but the power imbalance here, the the funding cuts. No, this isn't right. Oh, dear. This heart, this heart that's destroying the campus is literally how the campus is being destroyed by this, this love affair. Oh, you've taken something beautiful and it's been twisted. Oh, not work. Why do you have to bring work into it? And you
0: see Dean immediately begins to go flaccid as you begin to mention how inappropriate this all is.
3: Oh, it's so inappropriate! (laughs) And as
0: that happens, you see the outer layer of the heart begins to, like, lighten up, almost as if more light is coming through. And as they come apart, Pochonada begins to cover herself up,
6: and you see the heart begin to fall apart. Oh. As we will cut back outside... The hand gestures that were occurring.
2: (laughs) Should I be afraid?
0: Should you? I don't know. So we cut back outside. How are things going out there? I guess
6: Smoochulon, you tell us. Oh, Smoochulon is totally into the demon. Like, oh, normally I have to do like... A Puzzle box or like math or something to get the and This is just happening. Yeah, no, I've got an afternoon. Let's do this Oh,
0: yeah I, I can <laughs> totally bind to you and like give you extra powers. I gave it to this one. Oh,
6: that's fine. Sure Whatever, uh, I'm just ready to do just like the weirdest Cenobite shit. Let's get this going. <laughs> oh Yeah, yeah, you too. Uh, so should we do it like right now? Yeah, why not? Let's give these kids an education
0: All right, <laughs> um and Smoochilan, even though you are a green you suddenly discover and Peschanella please tell me if uh, if this is accurate but
2: I was just about to bring up that When Passionella made the elixir to protect against the spread of all of the chlamydias, there was an unwanted side effect that I kept to myself. And it is at this time that you realize for the next 24 hours, you're going to have trouble getting it up. Uh.
6: (laughs) Oh, well, that's fine. Smoochilon can be a giver this time around. (laughs) (laughs) And as you you guys are making plans,
0: um, you see suddenly the heart begins to slow down its beat. <laughs> <clears throat> <gasps> <clears throat> <clears throat> Until you see the heart begin to dissipate, like it is falling apart and receding, and you see it begin to crack open like a Kinder And as it does, you see inside a blood-soaked Camistro as well as a nude Dean Nepotismo the VII <gasps> And Potionada.
6: <laughs> no! Oh, oh why do you
3: have to bring work into it? Oh uh, Potionada? Because when there's a power imbalance in a professional relationship, work always enters into it. Even as you enter into each other. <laughs>
7: Wiser words have honestly not been
3: spoken.
4: <laughs> he uh, takes his fingers and he like draws them across his forehead. He takes it and he touches it to his
3: lips and tastes it. And he's like, I was right. That's not blood. That's cum. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
2: Great closer. Great.
0: <laughs> oh, <Shinoda. laughs> Dear, I had to get your... Fu- I mean, it's not what it looks like. <laughs> and as that happens, you see Pochonata goes to grab her clothing. Dean Nepotismo's does not seem to be in the heart. And Dean Nepotismo grabs it first and puts it on and dresses himself and stands up out of the heart and says, Nothing to see here, folks. Simply your brave and highly qualified Dean, personally addressing your issues as always. Uh, Passionado, we will have to speak later on. Uh, Kimistro, excellent work. And he begins to shake your hand. He says, I trust that you will remain, uh, confidential in this matter, yes? We'll talk later. <clears throat> yes, we will talk later, because I need to go to my office and see what we can do about, uh, replacing Professor Titularium.
3: Hmm? Hmm. what will I do? There's a clear ethical decision here. No, I'm sorry, Dean, Nepotismo.
6: Dibs! Mm -hmm.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, Nepotismo, but I don't need a a fancy title. I need to unkink the love lines underneath here and... If you stop abusing your power, well, I see no reason why this needs to go any further. But if you don't let me do what I do so well, which is not voodoo, which I know would rhyme, but uh, <laughs> it's different different discipline, it's, it's, it's relationship magic, uh, then I suppose I can keep stum, as it were. Abusing my power? I am the dean. I have done nothing but help the
0: good people of this school. And he stands up, fully dressed in Passionata's clothing.
2: Passionella is going to run over to Potionata and, like, take off her lab coat and, and give it to her.
0: Thank you, darling. Yes. Um. Speaking of dean, as she buttons up, she says, You did promise me uh, more equipment for the lab, did you not?
2: <clears throat> oh, Potionata, Is that the only reason you did that?
0: Right. Well, I will convene with forces that be, and Camistro, I would love to have a chat with you in the privacy of my office later on, yes? Yes, very well.
3: Dean Nepotismo the Seventh.
0: Very well. Uh, no need to gawk, everyone. Uh, you see the students are like the ones who fled from the library, people from other buildings, the ones that fell out of the living buildings. The ones that were having organic. erotic
2: dance parties yeah. to <laughs> pass goes- all his music. He says,
0: uh, no need to worry, Uh, your partying and your eroticism is the cause of this heart here. I have subdued it, and um, that's what the dean does for you. Goodbye, everyone. And he snaps his fingers and vanishes in a poof. And then a poof appears again. He says, "Uh, also, if you need anything, anything at all, my assistant is always available. And he
3: (laughs) poofs away again. Uh, Let's get a spatula and scrape up bop. (laughs) Oh,
6: no. Oh. Oh.
3: Perhaps the real cum <gasps> was the friends we
6: made along the way.
4: <laughs> and could be a straw, like, does a little, like, runs his finger on someone, tastes
3: it. No, no, that's not it at all.
2: <laughs> <laughs> or is it, maybe the real friends is the cum we made along the way. Maybe we need to flip it. Oh, all
3: right, I can't tell that by taste. Sure, why not? <laughs>
7: when Marvin has, like, not really been paying attention to what's been going on with the Dean, he kind of missed all that, because he's just <laughs> distracted by being cucked by Smoochalon and <laughs> Clive of the Dives just going at it right here <laughs> on the campus green.
2: Camistro, uh, if this creature came about from a kink of the love lines, are there others? Almost
3: certainly, Pashionetta. Almost certainly. If we don't unkink those love lines, then the poisoned radiation ships in this campus will continue to manifest in unpredictable yet entertaining ways. Indeed.
2: <laughs> well, I believe we have a responsibility to unkink these love lines with the knowledge that we hold and perhaps do a research project together. Oh,
3: Passionella. You had me at I suppose. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and with that, we see most of the crew get to cleaning up the mess of I guess blood and cum across the <laughs> campus.
2: I mean they're gonna have to wait because there's gonna be more of a mess once smoochalize. <laughs> oh time. yeah. Oh
0: yeah. Camistro and Passionella begin talking over their projects. Passionella, at some point your aunt takes you aside and assures you that she has secured a hefty budget for your department this year, for all of your experiments. And
2: Passionella like, looks really guilty and is like, I'm really sorry I doubted you. And you didn't, you you really didn't have to do that for me. Oh but, dear,
0: I loved doing it for you.
2: Well, I- Thank you. I'm going to Thank go eat you. the
0: rest of that lunch now. and she <laughs> <laughs> you off. you
2: enjoy that, yep. And, like, Passionella just has that confused look on her face where she's like, that was a kind of wholesome moment, but also got fucked up at the end again. So I guess we're right back where we started. Great,
0: <laughs> Marvin, you are sitting, like on a little stoop somewhere. the sad arrested development music is playing <laughs> as you hear the sounds of being cucked cease. And eventually, Clive of the Dives comes back out. He puts like a little towel over his shoulder. He goes, oh, oh yeah, you outdid yourself. <laughs>
7: oh, Marvin, I'm going to stick around a real long time. I promise. I'm glad. Um, Clive. Yeah. I know that I go out and get you all those daddies and things, but I think I could be your daddy. You? I, I don't know. It's just, we've been spending so much time together and I feel That paper that I wrote about us, finding ourselves, it wasn't just a paper for me. Oh, wow. I didn't, I'd be lying if I
0: said I hadn't considered it, but I don't know, I just, I always thought you just saw me as a means to an end.
7: It might have started out that way, but these days it's, it's more of a partnership, I should think. I think
0: I'd like that. And as you're saying that, you see Succubus Coolidge goes, Oh yeah, am I good to go now?
7: Oh oh yeah, totally. And um, I will dispel the binding magic on Succubus Coolidge. Succubus Coolidge disappears. Smoochulon
0: is, is adjusting his vestments and comes out to presumably not help clean up any
6: of the mess. No, I've had no character development whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> I know, old friends. I know. Marvin, you see
0: someone bumps into you, and you see a man in a dark cloak covering his face with a camera in his hands, reviewing images of Smoochulon, Clive, and Succubus Coolidge
7: going.
6: (laughs) Good,
2: good.
7: well i'm sure that will have absolutely no consequence whatsoever
2: whatsoever you know gregory just such a trustworthy ta you can always count on him for everything Mm
7: -hmm. sometimes he even grades my papers can't blackmail someone without shame you know marvin i don't think we've talked
3: at all this whole time what's your story
7: well friend let me tell you i think this is the beginning of a beautiful conversation about my history
1: (laughs)
0: Thus concludes Pig Smooch. We want to give a huge thank you to the folk over at Wizard Seeking Wizard for playing with us today. Pig Smooch stars Max Kreisky as Chemistro the Match Mage. Josh Rubino as Smoochulon. Hannah Schooner as Passionella. Michael Pisani as Marvin Gaylord Smythe. And Giancarlo Herrera as your GM. Editing was done by Hannah Schooner with sound design by Giancarlo Herrera. Intro and outro music is by Kenny Gray and William Janetta and the game Pig Smoke is by Chris Longhurst. If you enjoyed this episode and somehow haven't listened to Wizard Seeking Wizard yet, go check it out. They have a full first season and it's great. If this is your first time finding dungeons in Drimbus, then you're in luck. We publish every Friday and are in the middle of our third season, Your Honor, a campaign in which fantasy attorneys attempt to legally defend the monsters you would normally be slaying in a D&D campaign. If you enjoyed the episode and want a little more context for Pig Smooch, our Session Zero, Pig Smooch, Meet the Smoochers, is available on our Patreon at patreon.com slash drimbus for free. So go check it out. And of course, a big thank you to our patrons. Jerry Benitatos, Queso Loco, Greg M. Bignet, Alejandro Lopez, Ace Andrews, Thomas Murphy, Regina Russell, Salty, Sam Olivos, Jordan Cobb, The Unnamed Rogue, John Gillette, Con Air on DVD, NB Star, Doubtful Guest, Michael Richters, Davis Walden, Denny Dewdrop, Myth Mouse, Will Woodall, Callie Wolf, Brandon M. Bishop, Bridge, Twiglets, Joanna, Wes Berger, Stan Sitzman, Scrambles, The Death Dealer, Aaron Adams, Nathan Mesnerd, Ruth Anardose, Morgan Lawson, Tripp, Wilhelm Fuchs, Carrie Holmes, and Stoner Panda. Thank you all so much for listening, and goodbye!
1: The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers
8: flourish. Greetings, I'm Bernard. And I'm Magenta. You might know us from such hit podcasts as Madame Magenta, Sonas Mystica. Horror anthology Magenta Presents. Or season three of Mockery Manor. We're everywhere. And we're spreading faster than an STD in an old folks' home, because now we have a brand new podcast. Wham! Wham! It's a fun acronym that stands for We Have a Movie. Oh, it's not just an acronym, Bernard. It's not. It's a chat podcast where we invent smash-hit Hollywood movies based on popular toys. If you like the Barbie movie and you want to see similar treatments of your favourite childhood toys, I'll wager you'll like Wham! With episodes on Polly Pocket, Rubik's Cube, Game Boy, Strawberry Shortcake, Furby, Connect Four, and lots of other nostalgia bait. But it's not just for adults who still like toys. It's a podcast for everyone. Anyone who loves Hollywood tropes and comedy. And quantum mechanics. And BDSM. Wham! has something for everyone, but is still specifically about movies. That's Wham! W-H-A-M. You know, like when Batman punches someone. Yes. Adam West. That Batman. Exactly. Not the Christopher Nolan one. No. Download it anywhere you listen to podcasts. <sighs> That's what the world needs, another movie podcast. Was that clear? Maybe I shouldn't have mentioned quantum mechanics.
3: Mm.